nobody is born a racist. It's something that we learned. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome to the Quest Show. This is Lana Quest and hi thanks for stopping by you know the routine please please um i don't know what platform but subscribe uh share like rate review this podcast i'd appreciate it um everyone that works on the lana quest show which is just me would appreciate it so let's get into uh, what's going to be going on today's show So I decided to do an impromptu discussion about racism with my uh, 19-year-old daughter, Kiva, and my 12-year-old daughter, Keiko. Um, So we get into um, Black history being taught in schools. We talk about um, Black representation. And we also talk about what white people can do Um, as allies. So without further ado, we're going to get into the show. Um, Again, I'm sorry I say this every single week. Forgive the noise. (laughs) We recorded in different rooms of the house. My room is the noisiest because of the windows. So you will hear probably, I don't know, maybe an ambulance or two (laughs) go by. But anyway, enjoy the show. Um, yes. Enjoy. All right, came out. Okay, so let me do my thing, guys. <laughs> let mommy do her thing. Let me do my thing. Oh, it went red. It went my, red. What is that? Oh, what? No, that means it's recording right now. Oh. This is a tester, everyone out there in this land. It is not live, girls, so don't freak out. This is just a <laughs> test recording with my kids about racism. We're going to see how this sounds afterwards, guys. Um. Yeah, so let's go on and, and, and begin, guys. Can I ask some questions? Oh, let's introduce you. Mm. Kiva and Keiko. Kiva is... <laughs> yeah, you don't even know my age. Kiva is 20. And no, Kiva is 19. 19. Well, you're 20 in like a couple months. That's not, That's 20. not 20. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Kiva is 19 and Keiko is 12 years old. And I'm just going to ask you guys a couple of questions. Well, maybe more than a couple, but you're both going to get the same questions. Who wants to go first? Keiko does. Okay. So, Keiko, you have to talk a little louder. Your, seem, your, your sound seems to be kind of low. So, um... Have either of you experienced racism? Um, no. I don't think so. Not that I remember. Keiko, you've never experienced racism? You don't think so? No. No. Kiva? Mm, I think so. Okay. Can you tell me what your experience was? Because I remember your experiences with racism. I just want to see if you remember them. Of course I do. I was walking Kobe and a car drove up next to me. And, but he didn't stop. He just yelled the N-word. Right. And you've had another one, too. Microaggressions? No. Well, that... Okay, we can get into that a little later. But remember when you um, was on the basketball team and you guys went out to... I think it was Hull, Massachusetts? Yeah, it was Hull. Yeah. Right. So what happened there? They were calling us monkeys and stuff. 
That's and yelling out drugs. Every time you went to the free throw line. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And that was, uh, what, a couple, what were you, like 17 or 16? That was probably like three years ago. Right. And it's interesting because you've probably experienced it, Keiko, and not known that you've experienced it, or at least microaggressions. You've definitely um, probably experienced those. Do you want to explain what those are, Kiva? Microaggressions? Mm, Well, I don't have a definition, but I can give you an example. Sure. Um. If a black woman is smart, maybe they would ask, like, where she was raised or tell her that she's smart, like, for her kind or for a black girl, something right. like that. Right. Or, like, um, the this other one that I used to get, um, you don't sound black. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, what does that mean? What does that mean, Keiko? What does sounding um, black mean? What do you think that means? A stereotype. Yeah, but what did right exactly? So what what do you think people? How do you think people think sounding black is loud and <laughs> annoying? Loud and annoying, right? And that's definitely a stereotype that they've got out there about black people and chaotic and, and chaotic, <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, Keiko, how about you take this question? Do you think black history should be taught in schools? Yes. Why? <laughs> <Can't go. laughs> Wait, I need to think. Um, because um, because black people aren't being treated equally, and they need the recognition that they deserve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. What do you think about the? There's a certain um group of white people that don't want to teach black history in schools like they're trying to hide the fact that there was slavery did you know that was going on no yeah they're actually trying to hide and white it's called whitewashing they're trying to i wouldn't be surprised (gasps) somebody at my school called me whitewashed (laughs) well i don't even understand what that means they said that you're whitewashed Mm -hmm. what do you think that meant I don't know. They said that I was acting white. Oh, now what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Like a stereotypical thing for white people or white girls. Who said that? Someone black, right? Yeah. And that's a whole nother uh, topic of discussion, like microaggressions and colorism. Um, amongst our own culture and our people. But we're not going to talk about that now. Let's go back to... Um, the black history thing, how you didn't even know that there are a group of people who don't. You know how you read Malcolm X? Yes. So if you were in a school in, let's say, Alabama, they would not be reading Malcolm X, especially at 12 years old. They would not allow it. They wouldn't allow his teachings or his words. That's pretty crazy. What do you think, Kiva? Um, do you think black history should be taught in schools? I think so. I mean, it's not something that should be forgotten, you know? Why? Because it's it's so significant. We we need to know our history and how we got here. Enslavement, slave trade, all that. um, Bring in kids, you know what I mean? Just not as an adult, but say, you know, like Pharaoh, he's seven. 
you know, he has no idea about it. So let's talk about, you know, young kids, how, why they should know. Mm, well, I mean, I don't think it should be like thrown onto them. I think um, it should be, I don't know how to put this, like slowly taught over the course of their years. Well, if I, they're not going to get everything all of a sudden because you said slowly put on because, you know, uh, my thought is the earlier that children learn about black history, the better their start is going to be, right? Because you get a sense of pride, right? Like you, if you're always taught that black people did not contribute or the contributions of black people are negated from our history, then you don't know. You don't know all of the inventors, right? right? Every, you're not going to know like... um Oh, you're just going to know the ones that they want to teach you, the cotton gin. You're not going to know, like, uh, the stoplight. You're not going to know, like... Peanut uh, butter, potato chips. Peanut butter, potato chips, JPEG. What you about know, the microwave? The microwave, right. Oh, Com- wow, that's a good one. Right. Computers. Um, you're going to always think that Madam C.J. Walker was the only... Uh, millionaire and she wasn't there was a, a woman I forget her name that put Madam C.J. Walker on you're not going to know about like the first black female marines or the hell fighters you know um, you're not going to know these things so you don't develop a sense of pride right white people are born with a sense of pride because they're already born like on top they already think that they've created everything because it, it kind of is a white world, right? You look on TV, you look on the commercials, all you see is like white, 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 white. And, you know, even when we watch TV together, we're surprised <laughs> when we see a black commercial, <laughs> black movies, it surprises us. So if Farrell is seven and we start showing him all of the great inventions and things that black people have done over the years and it's just so many then you become prideful right and then you go wow I too can do something like this like it's not out of my reach to be an inventor it is not out of my reach to be a poet I can do it because it's been done before Um, so that's why it's so important to keep our history um, in these schools and they are trying to take it away Um, from you guys it's very sad so here's a good question kiva you answer this one and then keiko you can do you think teaching black history to white kids is to make them feel guilty and do you think they'll feel guilty if they're learning black history which equals american history because black history is American history. We are Americans. Um, I don't think their intention is to make them feel guilty, but I do think a lot of people hold that guilt. A lot of white people hold that guilt. I mean, if I was white, I would feel pretty bad too. I I would be disgusted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but you know what? I don't think it's a bad thing either. Like, I just... You know, it, it, and I don't, you know what? I don't think it's guilt. I really think it's empathy. And they need to be shown empathy because if they learn black history and they start to feel empathy, that means that they're going to understand when something like George Floyd happens. They get it. They understand why 
everyone is protesting. They're not just going to be like, what? The cop's just doing his job. You know, they're going to understand the empathy involved. So I don't even think that is guilt that they're feeling. And then the other piece is, what about the black kids? No one's talking about how do you guys feel, right? Like Keiko, when you learned about slavery, right? Mm-hmm. In school and you're 12. So how did that make you feel when you learned about, you know, um, your ancestors being enslaved? Um, I don't know how to explain it. Um, it made me feel like not bad, but I didn't feel good about it. Right, right. It made you, did it make you feel kind of less than? Like not as good as the white kids in the class? Yeah. Right. But you were able to overcome it because you understand that it's a good thing that you were taught this, right? Yeah. Right. Why do you think it's a good thing? Because. Or did you answer that already? Wait, what were you going to ask? Well, you know what? Let's go back to the original question. So when you guys in school learn about um, like black history and uh, how black people were enslaved and they were bought and they were sold and they were beaten, all these bad things. Do you think that the white kids felt guilty? Like what was your experience in class? Like when you guys are taught that, what do you guys talk about amongst each other after that lesson? Um, I don't know what they talk about. I don't talk to them or I don't really talk to a lot of them, but, um, I don't think that it really got through to them because of our age and the type of people they are. I think that it just breezed past them. Like they know what it is, but I don't think that they fully understand it. Right. And you probably fully understand it better because of who your mother is. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so next question. Uh, Kiva, do you think the world is more racist now or back in the day? Mm, That's a good question. Um, I think it's pretty even. I think, like, right now, a lot of people are afraid to expose themselves like that but I think I think it's it's the same it's just that now it's like you know that if a white person had said some racist stuff to a black person's face it probably wouldn't end well so it's like <laughs> right <laughs> it's like their their control and manipulation is a little bit different they don't hold as much physical power as they used to so they're a little more scared to right. expose themselves. Right. That's a that's a good answer. Right. It's like they're not going to be too crazy about it. Like they can't um, say, you know, get over here inward, uh, pick up that penny I just dropped or something like they can't be like that. But they are a little more bold, wouldn't you say, than they were? Well, not years ago. But in more recent years, they seem like they're just a little more emboldened than they were before. Yeah, I would say that. Why do you think that is? Mm, Because, well, they became more organized because they had a leader that is very um, ambitious and 
flashy and showy. So they got some some type of pride and confidence from Trump. Right. So like he he made racism like a a, a style. Like he made racism. Um, uh, what do you want to call it? Like a fad. <laughs> he almost made it a fad. Like they were just jumping on board to be racist. It was, it's kind of crazy. Um, I'm going to ask you a more easier question, Keiko. <laughs> Unless you want to answer that one. Do you think the world is more racist now or back in the day? Whatever back in the day is for you, Keiko, at 12. Um, I don't know. <laughs> right. So, okay. I have a question for you, Keiko. Who is your black hero? And why? Um, like somebody. Wait. It could be anyone. Oh. It, it could be anyone. Uh, yeah, anyone. Someone from Wakanda. I don't know anyone. Rosa Parks. Uh. Um. Michael Jordan. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> maybe. Um. Wait. Um. How about? Yeah, Rosa Parks and Beyonce and Mommy. <laughs> okay, and why? Um, I really like Beyonce, and I feel like <laughs> she's just really talented. And I think that um, she's one of the reasons why a lot of younger Black girls gain more confidence in what they do because they can look up to Beyonce as she has she's successful so I think that she's an influencer as to show that other younger black girls can be successful Rosa Parks because just she just stood her ground and she's just I just think that she's really powerful and you know me because you're also really powerful and (laughs) Um, I think that you take um, a lot of time out of your days to like learn more about stuff like this and try to share it as best as possible. Okay, that's it. Aw, that's so sweet. Uh, Kiva. You. What did you say, Kiva? You. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> did she say you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so Kiva, who is your black hero? I would say myself. Yourself? Okay, that's a yeah. good one. But why? Did you say Keiko? <laughs> no, no, I said myself. Okay, why is yourself your black hero? I feel like I'm great at adjusting. And like whenever I have complications, I can bounce back and repair myself as best as I can. Right. And some people have trouble doing that. I've mastered the art. Okay. Yeah. All right. So last question. What do you think peop- white people can do to help rid racism? So Kiva, how do you think white people can be better allies to people? I don't know. It. I don't think there's a lot you can do. As a white I... person to be an ally? I don't know if there's too many things you can do. Um, protest, maybe? I don't know. Do you know, Keiko, what um, um, allies can do to... Oh, their white friends. They can, they can do what? 
they can tell the white friends right talk to their whoever they're with right no she's right like that is you know there's a there's a few things that um, wait mommy i'm not done oh ooh, go girl go do it um because i feel like if there's um one white person doing something i feel like the other white person is gonna do the same thing and then it's gonna go into a cycle and then it's gonna be a whole group of people so i feel like if one person um stands up for what is right if one white person stands up for what is right then they can help other people stand up for what's right so then it can become a larger group and impact more or uh, call each other uh, out uh, yeah right i don't feel embarrassed Right. What do you think, Kiva? You, did you get any ideas from that? No. But call each other out. <laughs> exactly. If even if it's like your family member ex- or something ex- you're close to. Exactly. That's like one of the biggest things, not being complicit. <laughs> That's what we call it. Don't be complicit white people. <laughs> Here's a dear white people moment. If you want to know how you can be an ally, one of the steps is don't be complicit. If you see racism, if you hear racism, you have to call it out. No matter who says it, just like Keiko just said, even if it's your family member, you have to have that uncomfortable conversation. If you're at a Thanksgiving meal and someone is making racist jokes and you know they are racist jokes, you need to call that mess out. You cannot be complicit on one end and then say I'm anti-racist on the other end. That is not being an ally. Number two, you need to listen to people of color. You have to listen. Stop trying to tell people of color or black people what racism is. You cannot tell people of color what racism is if you have never experienced it. If we are telling you, wow, that's racist or something someone said is racist, you need to step back and be like, wow, explain to me why. Like, how how are you feeling that way? Because, you know, oftentimes white people miss it. You miss the mark on the racism part. You don't hear the dog whistles and that's why the dog whistles like there are certain shade things that we hear that's like under the radar. That we hear, like Kiva was saying earlier, the microaggressions, right? Those are racist things. Those are like daily things that black people have to deal with. Uh, Is your hair soft? Do you wash your hair every day? No, really. Where are you from? Are you from here? Like what? (laughs) Yeah, I'm from Texas. No, but really, where are you from? Like that's, those are the things, you know, listen when we say that something is racist, um, And that's, you know, generally that's a start and read, (laughs) start reading some books, get some black friends, start breaking bread with black people. You'll learn a lot. Um, Ladies, do you have anything else to add? I'm so happy that you decided to Um, do this because I'm from you guys, from young people's standards. It's kind of it's different. You know how you guys see racism than how we see it as adults and how you experience it in and schools and, and like white spaces, you know, your feelings. And, and how, how about Kiva? You're up, you were up at the school that's predominantly, uh, white. How did that make you feel? Like you had to work even harder? Yes and no. 
I mean, of course I can't like make a bad representation, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm a hard worker anyway, so I didn't have to, I don't know. Yeah. Well, so one more question for Keiko. Keiko, do you think that you as in uh, black girls are represented um, in movies and commercials and TV as much as you would like? Um, no. Explain. Like, I think that a lot of, like, commercials and ads and, like, just the um, the center of everything is always going to be, like, not a person of color. It's going to be, like, uh, like, um, beauty standards. Like, um, like, I guess today's society has this type of beauty standards and I feel like a lot of those beauty standards don't like um, add up to a beautiful black girl. Right. Like if you were to search up on Google, pretty girl, the first image that would pop up would be a white girl. Or if you would search up a handsome boy, the first thing that would pop up would be a white boy. And I feel like a lot of commercials have um, this center picture of either a white family or a white person. So I don't think that um, there's a lot of young black girls or older black people in commercials and ads in the center of things. Wow, that is a really good point. <laughs> and it's, it's definitely true. And that's, again, about you know, representation, representation matters because it makes you feel a certain kind of way. You know, it makes you, it's going to make you feel, I mean, of course you should just feel that you're beautiful anyway, but you know, it helps to have representation, to have beautiful black people on TV or, you know, black women with natural hair, black men, dark complexion, uh, people, people that just look like, you know, Black folk and people of color. Like, that's all we're asking for, right? So, um, guys, thank you so much. I know this was easier than the video, right? Yep. (laughs) All right. Thank you, guys. I'll see you uh, downstairs. Okay, bye, mommy. Bye. Love you. Love you. Bye. Ew. Ew. (laughs) Ew.